Hey everyone, welcome to Roll Call. This is our part two of our bonus mini episode series. Now that uh, Bria and I have put a finale to our JLo movies, um, we did a not so mini episode last week that was released, which was about the in the real inside the actor studio versus our inside the actor studio. We also discussed some thoughts about all of the movies and uh, little Raj reviews and all that stuff. But today's episode is going to be dedicated to all things music related in our Jennifer Lopez journey. Um, so this will have a hodgepodge of our other bonus mini episodes that have been about her albums, her tours. We're going to rank some songs, rank some albums, talk about music moments and the best songs to play and even the Skipperoonies. <laughs> yes, basically, great value version of Behind the Music. <laughs> <laughs> great value of pop-up video. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I would love that. Popcorn videos. <laughs> Oh my god. Well, if you don't know what's up, guys, I am Bria, and I am so excited. I didn't think we would talk about movies as much, but man, I'm curious how much we're going to talk about music. Yes. Yes. I'm Simone, um, and I, you know, I've said this a million times on the show, but like, I love talking about movies, but I really love talking about music with Bria in particular. I just love, like, her nuanced research that she does and she just has really well like articulated opinions about this stuff and it's her opinion I really hold in high regard um and we might be pulling out some receipts today and talking about some things that have recently resurfaced um so let's oh, let's get man. into it should we start with the hard-hitting uh receipts <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's serious? just you know the tea is steeping hot let's okay. teabag it so I'm going to set the scene for you here. Prior okay. to recording, as we've done these bonus episodes, usually I play a little J-Lo, usually the album that pertains to our bonus episode era. And this one, I just let Alexa have free at it. So we started with On the Floor, but then I'm Real Remix came on. And Simone, what did you say to me? I said, Bria, I'm sorry that you hate this song. Oh. Or something along those lines. Yes. You're like, oh, you hate this song now. And I'm yeah. like, ah, I don't hate it. It is tainted for me. <laughs> but um, on that note, I was like, hey, have you heard the isolation of Jennifer Lopez's vocals and Ashanti's vocals on I'm Real? So um, shout out to, I believe it's J-Lo Glow on TikTok. Ooh. Glow by J-Lo. Glow TikTok. by J-Lo. Okay for sourcing these vocals and arrangements because I played them for Simone and Simone, I mean, I'm sure we all know how I feel about the Ashanti <laughs> uh, issue. Um, how do you feel about hearing those vocals and um, acapellas? You know, I always thought that the feud and battle over that was so petty and so silly too because they've even there's even been interviews and published stuff about like ashanti's reaction to the whole thing and she's clearly not really tripping too much about it and so for the person to supposedly have a feud with it's 
not really existing at all. It's just things that fans like to use to like pit other artists against each other. Yes. And I didn't, Stand and I wars. <laughs> truly, and I learned about this really kind of early on in this season because we were, Selena was like the second or third movie that she had done. And upon my research of just like the making of Selena and stuff. This is when people were really poking fun at her. And I saw a comment on, cause I was watching some like YouTube videos of the clips of the movie afterwards. And um, there were like comments of being like, Jennifer Lopez, Jennifer Lopez's singing is like her greatest acting career or something. And I was like, oh, that's kind of mean. And I know that she, those are not her vocals in Selena. Yeah. Those are still Selena's vocals. But, like, I always thought that she could sing fine, you know? So I was really shocked. And then, like, pretty shortly after we started reviewing albums and started talking about this. And I just I just think the whole thing's really fucking stupid, personally. <laughs> it is, um, yes, it is Stan um, fodder that just, it's like Stan's, uh, trying to catch their own tail. Just like, I'm going to get it. I know J-Lo can sing. I'm going to get it. <laughs> like, I'm going to tell you guys I know it. It's right there. And <laughs> they're just never going to catch their tail. No. <laughs> like, and I, and the, the, the important thing that like we talked about when we were listening to the vocals against each other is that her accent's so indistinguishable and you can like clearly tell it's her when you listen to isolated pieces of it. And... I don't know, like, do I think she has the most amazing vocals? No. And we've openly talked about that. But she can sing and she can sing enough to have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, at least 10 published albums, not including like singles, remixes, tours, and like re-releases of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I... I did a little karaoke not too long ago to mm -hmm. J-Lo, and you want to hear what someone who can't sing singing her song sounds like, <laughs> go watch that TikTok, because <laughs> I make her look like she's amazing, so <laughs> to discredit her is, uh, I just want to go back for a second about yeah. Selena, because another point of contention with stands that I can't stand is when I see people comment on Selena stuff or J-Lo in the Selena movie stuff and they say things like, oh, J-Lo wouldn't have a career if it wasn't for Selena or for the movie and stuff like that. And I'm just like, or like J-Lo stole Selena's career. And J-Lo has been very open about like how inspired she was by Selena. And right. so I definitely think that that led her to doing all these things like fashion and makeup and uh, skincare and, you know, diversifying her yeah. abilities. But to say so, that flat out, she wouldn't be where she is if she had not been in that movie, played that role, if Selena yeah. was still here, is just disgusting to me because I don't think Selena would want that. Like, no. And I think, I mean, that insinuates that her career is like built off the curtails of Selena's success. That like if Selena hadn't died and they hadn't made this movie of her, then like, you know, of course, that is safe to say Jennifer's like trajectory with like movies and stuff will be different. Yeah. But to just 
insinuate that she wouldn't have had any of a career at all if it wasn't for that is really insulting. Yeah, those are people who probably believe in, like, the Illuminati and shit because there's also <laughs> the rumor that, like, Aaliyah was sacrificed for Beyonce. And it's like, what? Christ. Okay. <laughs> that is bananas. Right. Like, okay. Because yeah. there's no way that those two women or two artists can exist in the same world at the same time. Ah. I mean, they kind of did for at least more than half a decade. But, you know... Forget about that. Like, so anyways, back on track. Um, <laughs> so to address the I'm Real con controversy, it has tainted that song for me. Do I skip it? No. Do I listen to it with a little tinge of sadness? Yes. Um, mm -hmm. Also relevant to besides Glow by JLo's TikToks is the fact that so Ja Rule and JLo performed together um in 2021 since we're in 2022 last year <laughs> oh my god and okay, happy new year's everybody <laughs> but by the time you listen to this it'll be february so we'll be well and into it jaw rule felt the need to address this on instagram and i mean how do you argue with the man who wrote the remix who had ashanti do the the um demo track and, you know, has performed this numerous times with J-Lo. But, you know, he felt the need to clarify, you know, Ashanti's vocals are background vocals to Jennifer's main vocal, period. End of story. Plenty of artists have laid background vocals on artists' songs like Lenny Kravitz singing background vocals on Justify My Love for Madonna or Whitney Houston for Shaka Khan. This happens all the time, and it's not fair to either of these talented women that the fans keep driving a wedge between them with this false narrative. Please stop. They love each other, and I love them both, respectfully. And I mean, he said that so nicely, but I mean... I've been saying this all the time. It's not uncommon and mm. plenty of really talented, not to say Jennifer isn't really talented, but like obviously the voice. Whitney Houston has done backgrounds for another voice, Shaka Khan. Mm -hmm. Shaka Khan could easily do her own background vocals, but sometimes there's beauty in layering and diversifying oh, yeah. a sound. And those are fans who clearly don't understand musicality so and then also uh ashanti was on ebro a show who um very well versed in music industry mm -hmm. but you know he felt the need to ask her and to clarify this mm -hmm. thing with jlo and she's like look i sang the demo track for i'm real mm -hmm. and so they left some of my vocals on that song i did not write that song ja rule wrote that song and I just sang the demo and they kept some of it. That happens all the time. They kept some of the reference track. Now, ain't it funny? I wrote that song and I sang the demo as well and stuff. Well, I don't want to say and stuff because they'd be like, oh, yes, and stuff. See, right, right, right. <laughs> but she's saying, you know, the again, similar to I'm Real, the uh, reference track and they kept some of it. But. Mm -hmm. There is no ghost vocals. There is no, like, J-Lo's real voice is Ashanti. I mean, I think for one, like, Ashanti wouldn't have a career if that was the case. They would want to keep her hidden, right? Right. Like, you wouldn't want anyone to be like, hey, that sounds like that other chick who does songs with 
that dude too. Like, (laughs) that's the worst way to have somebody be your fake voice and then have them also have a career. Like, for one, that's a hole in that story. Mm -hmm. But I think we have to take these people at face value of what they say. And if you want to believe otherwise, then that is a whole other world that I do not want to be a part of. <laughs> this contrived uh, conspiracy. Yeah, like, truly. Is anything real at this point? <laughs> Good point. I don't know. I. <laughs> what do we know about anything? <laughs> I don't know much, but I know enough, at least enough about this, it, like particular thing that it's the people it's the fans who are making this way into more of a bigger deal than it needs to be considering the fact that all three artists respectively were just like we have no beef like your issues are your issues this is low-key a hill i could die on (laughs) (laughs) i will be in the nursing home I mean, besides controversies, um, is there any other J-Lo hot takes we want to address before we get to some, like, nice, fun, loving stuff? About music? Let's do it. All right. Well, I think I'm glad we got to air out some grievances and opinions about some music and, uh, you know, some of the naysayers out there, but uh, Bria, let's get into it. Do you want to start off by talking about, of all the albums we've discussed, your favorites, least favorites, and maybe some nuanced favorites? Do we really want to start with me? Because then you'll never get to talk. About <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, I'll go first if you want. Um, my favorite album is On the Six. My <gasps> What? I know. Oh my God, I'm so surprised. <laughs> Are you being sarcastic? No, I am serious. I thought you were going to say love. Mm-mm. Um, that's actually... Okay. I'm like, I'm listening actively. Oh, I don't know. I think there's just something very special about a first album. Um, and oftentimes, like, some of your favorite bands, like, there's just something very nostalgic about the first album. Um, and I feel like On The Six is unique in its sound, because as the albums progress later, she collabs more. It becomes more Euro dancey towards the end. Not Euro dancey. Yeah, more like Latinx dance pop mix fusion, which is super fun. Um, but I just think that there's something really special about the first album. Um, my least favorite album is actually probably and you're gonna make a face but a mix between love and brave what because i just feel like they were they sounded similar their their sound and style was just a little like eh, for me i feel like i couldn't really talk too much about it um but my new fave that i really enjoyed talking about was aka because that for me is the one that. <laughs> Who are you? Who are now? I like want to go back and listen to those episodes because, like, I mean, oh. I know I've changed opinions, but like, I don't even know you anymore. <laughs> Did I, have I really been changing opinions? 
New Year, New Simone. Like, <laughs> I can't. Oh, my God. I feel like mine's going to be so predictable. <laughs> well, I don't know. I get, and maybe, you know what, it'll be pretty funny to to go back and re-listen to the, to the mini music episodes because, I, I, like, I re-listened not through all the way but i like re-picked out and um the albums and like re-went back re-went back on my notes about like the plays the passes the skips and there's definitely elements of brave and love that i like but i just feel like interchangeably they were okay albums but I remember speaking very highly about AKA because that serves that like dance, like discotheque style hits. I mean, there are were. Are you sure you have these albums right? I'm pretty sure. AKA has like. <laughs> AKA. <laughs> AKA has like a hip hoppy sound and it's like weird ballads in some places. Um, okay. No, maybe you're right. No, but AKA, all right. AKA, my least favorite song is on AKA, but AKA does have I Love You Poppy, and that song's gonna come back in another question. That will do. Okay. Okay. You know what? Maybe I am thinking. Because Love has On the Floor, it has Good Hit, it has, um,. <laughs> blanking has a ton of dance songs that i thought you loved um, no you're right little rain na 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 you got it i'm into you i'm into you no you know what let's leave it in because i'm not perfect but bria totally called me out um i'm glad she second guessed my knowledge on my albums so scratch that least favorite is probably a mixture of aka and brave although i there are some big hits of aka for me that i really enjoyed but love was a nuanced new fave because i remember now looking back at that list of songs (laughs) That's yeah, because I remember you being like, I was surprised you liked love so much. And you were like, it's just got some good dance. And like when I'm on my way to work or stuck in traffic, I can put it on yes. and just have a little dance party. For like, some okay, reason, that. for some reason, I thought that that was the last album and AKA was the last album. It should have been the last. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's spicy. Okay, all right. So, Bria, let's hear. Let's hear your opinions. They're oh, gonna be well more reverse than mine. They're all my faves. <laughs> they're all my babies. Um, okay, I will try to be concise. If you want more nuanced opinions, then feel free to ask. But favorite album. I always go back to This Is Me Then. I am trapped in the whirlwind of Bennifer emotions that it evokes every time. Every time a new Bennifer picture comes out that fucks me up. You know what I'm playing? This Is Me Then. <laughs> like, I'm just like, oh, yes, hit me. I gotta go run it back. I think that album is her most personal. I think that 
sound wise it's really cohesive um i think it's amazing how well it's aged giving like how specific it is you know and that's only really due to them getting back together Mm -hmm. i'm curious if they didn't get back together how i would feel about that (laughs) it's got some big hits on it and um it's got some songs that has made me go hmm Hmm. least fave uh definitely aka Mm i i think aka has has great moments like you said there's some a plus moments on there i just think that the direction was muddled and mm-hmm. could have used yes some refinement. you just unlocked uh, a memory of when we were talking about that um, it doesn't matter now because i totally <laughs> fucked myself over with talking about music <laughs> but yeah, no, I remember definitely that coming up in conversation about how that album is like fine in bits and pieces, but overall as a whole just is like a very jumbled of an album. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's just too, it's a missed opportunity because I think so much that's good about that album, like if that was like just, they just ran with those things about it that for the rest of it, then it would have been amazing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. And oddly enough, I think it's like the ballads on that album, which I think J-Lo might be in a weird conundrum music wise, where I think she's a lot more confident and she's worked a lot on her voice and she's felt like she's done the work to be able to sing these ballads that clearly just speak to her like homegirl won't let him go <laughs> like there there aren't really any ballads on on the six versus you get to aka and there's even emotions help. there's the uh let me let, let, let it, it be, be me. me yeah yeah so you have these songs and then hell like her new song on my way where it's just like you know you would think a movie about a pop star falling in love with random person it would be a pop song not you know this like pop ballad well that's kind of her own trend if she's making a song for a movie it's been like yeah that too limitless Mm -hmm. from home Mm -hmm. and even um or no, Limitless is from Second Act, I think, right? Yes, the song yeah, but from Home. The song from Second Act, the yeah. song from Home. Um, if she did a song for Ice Age, it would have been a fucking sad-ass slow song. That, like when they drift apart. <laughs> feel <laughs> the light. Yes, feel the light. Yeah, but, get you know, you have these, Get better now. You have these slow ballady songs, and I, I, I applaud her for the work she's done to be able to do that, and especially confidence-wise to be able to be like, you know what, I don't care if people think I can't sing, I'm going to sing the fuck out of these songs. Yes. That's my abilities. And we've talked about this previously of live performances that Jennifer Lopez have, has done of Selena songs. And mm-hmm. she did a beautiful rendition of um, Dreaming of You. And yes. it was, she wore something similar that she wore in the Selena movie. And then she had there like the projections behind her of Selena. Oh, yeah. And oh, they, I, and that was live. And I was like, and people say that she couldn't have done that. Like the point's not to sound exactly like Selena. Like, and I thought it was beautiful. Yeah, but I just, I think it's interesting that she's going 
like I think it's telling that she keeps doing these songs like and squeezing them in there even though she's like I know like these hip hoppy dance songs these pop songs are gonna sell but you're gonna listen to me sing about my emotions <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> you're gonna listen to me cry about let it be me <laughs> like mm-hmm. choose me bitch <laughs> um, so it's, yeah okay aka least fave um new fave i would say would be rebirth i think i gave mm-hmm. that album initially like a lot of shit yeah rebirth but, <laughs> but rebirth it comes after this is me then and it's a little just like it just feels a little rough well i mean it feels of its time it does it definitely doesn't feel like uh innately jennifer lopez album like during that time like we talked about in that episode you know there's the rich harrison a marie sound Mm -hmm. that she so uh so covetly wanted to include or the label wanted her to include so you have that like loud drums and like you know funky sound going on on that album which you know is attributed absolutely to a marie but more so rich harrison because he's the producer who worked with multiple people for songs like that Mm -hmm. so i don't blame her on that part so in that sense that threw me off i was like i was not expecting that of her but it's grown on me because i think intrinsically like that kind of music i love amory i love rich harrison has worked with tony braxton beyonce i love all those people so those songs speak to me even though i'm like i was not expecting this from you but hey it's not bad i Mm -hmm. like it so has grown on me in that way um and it's got the classic he'll be back (laughs) (laughs) that's not even my favorite song from rebirth but yeah it's just it's it's a better album than i gave it credit for and then given that after rebirth we get brave which i think is better than aka but you know after rebirth and we got to brave i was like whoo i was way too hard on rebirth (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, um, okay. So that was as concise as I could be. Sorry. No. Nope. I could talk about all the other albums whenever. No, it's <laughs> great. Yeah. The um, This Is Me Then is the album that has been more like nuanced for me. Like not necessarily a new fave, but an album that like I've changed my mind about. And I don't <laughs> take... I don't take anything back about what I said, like, you know, in our first episode, because that was me, like, feeling it right then in that moment of, like, yeah, this is very much an album of a girl who's, like, very deeply and madly in love. But I think now that we've had, like, very great solid moments of Benefer 2.0 Bliss going back and listening to some of those songs and even some of the other like romantic songs from her later albums it just i feel like for me that's a weird illuminati it goes all the way to the top conspiracy theory that (laughs) i will love to just speculate about about how like every love song past that has been secretly hinted towards ben and i think that i just i really appreciate that album for what it is I mean, you've got me on that train because I think, I forget, I think may have been first love that I was like, yeah, I don't think this is necessarily about Ben or something. And you pointed something out and I was like, okay, fuck it. Yeah, it could be about Ben. (laughs) And I mean, J-Lo fans are definitely on that train of like, they've been (laughs) 
drop in signs and signals to each other. Like I recently saw this um, performance picture of Jennifer Lopez performing at like a summer jam in Boston. And JLo's from New York. She loves a Yankee cap and she is wearing a Red Sox hat at this performance. And I get it, you're in Boston, but like New Yorkers don't like usually just switch up like mm -hmm. that. They're like, nah, I'm from New York. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> I'm not like, fuck the Red Sox. And right. very much the same for Boston. Oh my. A la he, Jessica. Yeah, I was just <laughs> going to say, Jessica would never. She would never. Yeah, I don't care how good the dick is. Like, <laughs> you know, but the fact that she wore this Red Sox cap and at this time, I'm pretty sure she's probably like with Casper or something, is really, really post Bannerford. Mm -hmm. It's just like, damn, girl, okay. And then recently in her 2021 um, closeout post, like reel on Instagram, um, she synced up like a bunch of pictures from the year and there's a picture of her in a Red Sox cap and like a bikini and uh, I just know there's like pictures that go with that that only been seen. Ah! <laughs> but I don't know I just find that really impressive that like she's wearing a Red Sox cap when they weren't together and that now that they're back together she's like trotting it out again and i don't know it was just the conspiracies people are like maybe she was sending him a sign or something <laughs> and even um dance again i was listening to before we started and um you know the opening song is like or the opening lines is like if this would be a perfect world we'd be together you know and i was just like oh, this is so bad <laughs> Survey says, but, yes, it is. But at moments like that, I feel crazy. Like, oh, my God, I'm reaching real hard. <laughs> like, it's probably not. Just but. like how the non-JLo stands are reaching real hard, we will reach very hard for the Benefer stands. So on the note of love, fuck, marry, kill collaborations or collaborators. Mm, so Okay. Um... Initially, I remember being like, I can't put Mark Anthony in this. This isn't fair. <laughs> so, fuck, Mary, kill, Ja Rule, mm. LL Cool J, okay. Pipple. Oh, um, I feel like you marry LL. I, too, would like a really cool Kangle hat collection. <laughs> and I feel like that would help me boost i don't know <laughs> that that would help It'd me boost your street cred <laughs> but do i have permission to wear it though do you think kangles are think that would be okay? okay they're okay. not tied specifically i will not people. i will not braid my hair but i will rock the shit out of that hat <laughs> as long as you don't rock the kango and then have like a giant tr gold chain on it like where the <laughs> fuck do you get that from what about a faux fur that's fine. Okay. <laughs> that, you already talked about like your odd appreciation for furs. God, I love so. fur. I hate them, but I love it. Okay. Okay. I feel like you marry LL. I think you fuck Pitbull and I'm going to kill Jaw. I'm sorry, but I can't put the fire fest completely behind You know me. what you did. <laughs> knows what he did he <laughs> i too have been hoodwinked bamboozled led astray and 
if we want to get real conspiratorial, okay. he's the source for all this J Lo hate. Because if he didn't fucking have Ashanti do the demo, the resource track, we wouldn't have this problem. And then if he didn't put the N word and I'm real, we wouldn't have that problem. I'm just saying. It goes all the way to the top. <laughs> <laughs> and that reminds me of the Dave Chappelle skit where it's like, nobody's like, you know what? What does Ja, ja Rule think about this? <laughs> Like, let's get Jaws' opinion on this. And it still rains through. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. So um, back at you, FMK. Um, I agree. Oh, okay. 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 LL is hip hop royalties. Mm-hmm. You can't go wrong with mm-hmm. that. Um, and like Prime LL. Oh, man. he's so handsome. Up there with like Method Man. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Ugh. Okay, <laughs> those are like <laughs> probably my like biggest hip hop crushes of just like really like, fine wine. Yes. Oh, interesting. But um, in terms of like '90s hip hop, like those are like the hotties, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and LL's all. I mean, ladies love Cool James's fucking name, so yes. he knows he knows his stock is yeah. high. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Mary Pitbull. Because he's currently getting checks still, so yeah, you know, Miami money is long. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, kill Ja Rule for all the reasons we just. <laughs> <said>. <laughs> Sorry, Ja Rule, I love your catalog. Um, but yeah, we kind of already talked about this. Are there any albums you've changed your mind about? But um, any additional albums you want to talk about that maybe you've changed your mind about besides um, This Is Me Then? Or No, that was pretty much it. That's that's one that I have just really come to appreciate, I think, over the course of this podcast. Um, oh, and Como Ama Una Mujer. I really have appreciated that one as well because that was her, like, solo Spanish album. And... You brought this up, but I will bring it back that there's just something very sensual about Jennifer when she sings in Spanish. Um, and I really liked talking about that album with you. Yeah, I, that album is so good. I wish I understood it. it I would right. love it and revisit it more. But yeah, that's like in her like masterpieces category for me. Mm-hmm. Just like standing the test of time i will say that i've kind of changed my mind on the j-lo album okay and then it, i talked about i changed my mind on brave um has it like decreased in value for you which one the j-lo album yeah a little bit and i will only say that because i feel like when i think about that album i think about how top heavy it is like mm. i always said like you start out with all the like singles all the hits like back to back to back it is very top and it's amazing <laughs> but like when i think about that album off the top of my head i'm like well what other songs do i like besides like you know those four you know initial songs at the beginning and mm-hmm. i'm like I mean, I I will enjoy listening to it, but, like, I can't off the top. Like, when I think about This Is Me Then, besides the singles, I can name off plenty of songs that I fuck with from that album. Like, I've been thinking, who loves that I've song? I've been thinking. Yeah, like, you got to really know your J-Lo shit yeah. to like that. Like, to be like, oh, that song is. Mm-hmm. Or, like, um, Rebirth. I love, I love that song is, like, I love that song. 
cherry pie. Oh, yeah. That was an unexpected fun one. Yeah. Step Into My World. Mm. Like, I can, you know, think of these songs, but when I think of the J-Lo album, I'd be like, shit, like, what else is on there? Yeah. (laughs) And besides Secretly, I mean, some of the other songs just kind of, like, I have to look at it or, like, listen to them. They'd be like, oh, yeah. Like, listen. Like, they're really filler songs for the most part. It's interesting you say that because Jay, I know, so okay, this album is like an iconic looking album and will Mm -hmm. stand out in a lot of people's minds when they think about Jennifer Lopez album covers, which we will talk about in this episode of like albums that we would have posters of. Um, And I took, when I had this album as a kid, I took the paper out and like, unfolded it and had it like displayed it's she's in her denim jumpsuit she's got big beautiful gold hoops she's got her j-lo like ice necklace and this is the kind of birth of the persona of j-lo and i feel like since then she's been trying to like remove herself from that (laughs) um especially with this is me rebirth like you know, she's trying to kind of like oh, reinvent yeah. her wheel and reinvent herself of she's not J-Lo. She's just Jennifer. She's just Jen. And Except I will say that I'm looking at her album covers now and every album, okay, says Jennifer Lopez and the album name except for J-Lo. Uh-huh. And then Love has like J-Lo combined with love. And then AKA has the J-Lo logo on there. So I think she's come back around. I think so. She was fighting it. She was, yeah. And kind of like the mid-aughts, she was kind of fighting it. And I wonder, I wonder if that's because it was like Benifer, like J, like maybe it was somehow matched with Ben Affleck and then that like made she like wanted to just like completely reinvent it and like try and move on um it goes all the way to the top but um I agree now that she appreciates it for what it is um and knows that she can be one or the other and still be the same person I guess if that makes sense but that album has just made me go like hmm when I I just think about that one a little bit differently now yeah I mean, no, that album's a game changer, and, like, obviously it has, like, her some of her biggest hits on it. I just, again, like, it's, like, what else is on there that would bring me back? Like, if you take those four songs off that album. Right. The only other songs that I'm, like, ooh, I really, like, would love to hear and listen to is, like, Secretly and, like, maybe Cariño or... But, like, honestly, if I want to listen to Spanish J-Lo there's newer songs that you know are amazing too so i'm not really thirsting for you know those yeah that's just i mean i i wonder too if it just the timing of the album was so interesting as like on the six was released late 1999 and j-lo was released early 2001 they were like produced very quickly back to back Mm -hmm. and the anticipation for J-Lo was huge. I remember like being that being all over MTV. It was very heavily promoted. This is, um, you know, after her relationship with Puff Daddy, she gained some like notoriety, like some more notoriety in the music world. So I remember highly anticipating that the album come out. I don't think it's the height of her music career. No, but I remember being like, 
thinking like even in 2001 like this album's gonna be huge i will say this too we're i'm discounting the remixes that come from this album because as the album stands you have ain't it funny mm-hmm. which is like the spanish like you know kind version mm-hmm. then you have um i'm gonna be all right which is like i don't even know what it's called i guess some r&b type of sound mm-hmm. but the remixes of those songs if those were on this album because i'm real remixes on there but it's at the very end and the original i'm real is amazing by itself so we don't even i could fuck the i'm real remixes <laughs> we started out with but if the remixes of ain't it funny and um i'm gonna be all right we're on this song uh, not on this song on this album instead of the originals i think it would be where it originally was in my mind mm. but knowing that they're truly separate they're on her remix album i'm like yeah i mean jayla's kind of but um <laughs> And then Brave, I shat on a lot, but it's grown on me. It has some pretty solid uh, R&B songs that kind of like Rebirth, except it is still a little all over the place. But there are some other songs in there that I'm like, oh, I like listening to that song. There are songs on the back end of that that I'm like, oh, I can't wait to we get there. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Besides Do It Well. Um, and yeah, okay, so... Albums have changed my mind about. <laughs> and I think that there's nothing wrong with that. And I have to sneeze. And here goes. <coughs> there it goes. What a cute little queef. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, like you said, um, what what album would you get a poster to hang up? Okay. I first, I'm not going to go back and, like, recollect CDs because I just I'm nervous about starting another collection but I wish too late for me (laughs) I wish that I still had my originals though because I definitely went through a phase probably at the end of high school I still have a lot of my CDs in a binder but Mm -hmm. the jewel case is completely gone so that's one that I wish I I could still have bragging rights about having on the six and JLo and I think I also had this as me then but um, I included some pictures in our notes. Um, so there's one, um, the the first picture is a poster of Jennifer. It, she looks to be like she's on the beach um, and it is a promotion for On the Six, but it was like, like European promotion. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is wearing white pants and she looks to be nude from the top that she just has this like, white towel draped around but there's something i obviously we know jennifer lopez has aged so tremendously and gorgeously and like gives us hope to think (laughs) about being 50 at some point but i really love there's like something obviously you can't get back (laughs) from your youth and i there's like something just very like clean and fresh with young jennifer she gets a lot more glam later on so i really like some of these younger pictures where the makeup seems to be subtle her eyebrows are that very classic like it's a little bit thinner um not saying she looks better but i just i like that kind of like innocence um there is a picture of her from on the six and it's uh her kind of single cover for if you had my love and it's this like beige crop top little cardigan and she has these very 1999 silver 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 silver. it's all about (laughs) silver baby um like boyfriend panties i guess they almost look like swimsuit bottoms 
Um, yeah. But she's kind of leaning off of the couch, ironically coming back into that conversation, but like nude lipstick, very subtle makeup, very pretty. And then on the back of her Rebirth album, she is wearing kind of like a peasant skirt, big, wide, chunky belt because it's 2005. Lots and lots of bangle bracelets because it's 2005. And she's naked (laughs) and just like hugging herself from the top. And she's kind of looking down. So I, if I would pick any of those to be my like wall art, probably the If You Had My Love one, just because of the metallic underwear. Uh, I don't know why I asked this question because it's so hard for me because I'm looking back through um, our collages on Instagram Mm -hmm. of her albums and the liner notes and there's just so many good ones like it's so hard because like you said there is something special about like her first album and the freshness of her it, it reminds me of like 90s gap like you know yeah it's just like simple and classic and just like clean and crisp and like refreshing like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it smells like ck1 it's all the things <laughs> like <laughs> all the things oh my god i can like smell a- that if i think really hard and i go <sighs> i can smell it i can smell that calvin klein Mm-hmm. but like like you said like that album there's so many beautiful pictures of her like fresh faced on the beach like laughing smiling mm-hmm. like looks very like genuine and just like funsies and then i will say like the jail album is <clears throat> album is like pretty badass like it's like badass. you said you get the fan blowing with the hair back yeah and and there's this picture of her in this fur with these, can you see this? Mm-hmm. Those glasses mm-hmm. with these orange glasses that is just so badass that it's like, yes. Or like this amazing picture of her with the abs mm-hmm. out. Like, mm-hmm. I have a vinyl that's a single from the JLo album. I don't remember what it is, <laughs> but the cover is like just her abs and like a pinky ring that says JLo on it. Mm-hmm. And like, I bought that for that reason. <laughs> like, uh, I thought that was really iconic. And then This Is Me Then is just so, like, whimsical and romantic. And, it's like, very I romantic. would totally throw up one of these pictures of her, like, wrapped up. Oh, in yeah, the sheets, the bed. It's very, it's very fun. It's, <laughs> it's very poised. It's very, like, come have breakfast in bed. My titty might hang out. We'll hang out. We'll see where this goes. I love that. Yes, I love that. I will say Rebirth probably is my least fave style-wise. Like, the mid-aughts just... Oh, it had a grip on us. The tendrils were so deep. Well, like, she has this really dark, smoky eye in a lot of these Mm -hmm. pictures for that album, and it just doesn't work for her, especially because she has such an iconic look of, like, this nude, glowy makeup. Yeah. And for her to go that way during that time is just like in addition I know to wearing like light peasant style like gypsy, yeah, like, yeah, I'm not into it. That doesn't do anything for her. Like her eyes just look so like, and they blonded out her eyebrows too to make it seem like they were bleached out a little. 
I'm I'm not I into it. Noticed that. I'm not into it. Yeah, so rebirth probably I'm not throwing anything up on my wall. Come on, Unumu hair is really pretty. Um it's really classy looking, but you know, it's kind of not a JLo we're used to. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's no abs, there's no huge big diva moments. It's really subdued. Mm-hmm. So it's beautiful, but I don't think it encapsulates her really iconically in any mm-hmm. ways. This is probably my favorite picture from that, mm-hmm. where she has, like, this big hair. I love when she has her hair curly. Yes. Ugh. Curly and dark-haired J-Lo, amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say brave. Beautiful pictures. Again, the styling of the mid-aughts mm-hmm. just does not age well for her, in my opinion. So not too many there that I'm like, oh, I love this. Love Love, there's some pretty shots, but I don't know. That album is, like, too blinged out for me. Yes. Like it's, like, it's, like, overly shiny. It's and... very shiny. Yeah. Like, these are pretty shots. Yeah. But, like, it's so, <laughs> so shiny. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, okay. I, if, I will give AK anything. It's that fucking album cover because that Step Red on jumpsuit. Me. Yeah, it's very yeah. dominatrix. It's very Step on sexy. Me, yeah, put like, your cigarette out on me. Pump. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, the J. I mean, the AK album definitely has some like wall worthy um, options. So, after that long winded uh, trip through um, album artwork. <laughs> What am I going to put on my wall? Um, want something to say? I like J-Lo. But that isn't overly horny. Because <laughs> <laughs> I could go, I could go like, like, This Is Me Then, which is my favorite album, and go The Sheets. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that kind of screams, hmm, <laughs> horny. Like, that screams poise. Or, yeah, like very sensual, sexual yeah. um, to have on your wall. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I might go, I might actually go the J-Lo album. Okay. <laughs> because I do think that is the J-Lo, the, like the defining. It is very of, defining. Of J-Lo. So I'm going to go with that. And it's between the orange glasses picture or like the abs. Yeah. Like, pic- which I think anybody showing their abs in the 2000s on your wall is just like, that's what that's it was. That's what it was. It was low, low rise pants. So the abs are already out, but there were just a lot of like, yeah, I'm thinking Janet. I'm thinking Brittany. I'm thinking Beyonce. Usher. Usher. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Not just girls. Justin Timberlake. Oh yeah. yeah. Everyone did it. Everyone has a picture where they're lifting up their shirt and showing their abs. Sometimes it's for a got milk commercial and sometimes <laughs> it's just cause. And I wonder why I have body image dysmorphia i don't know right? where could that have possibly come from one of my faves is justin and Aaliyah. yes i want to say it's like cosmo or yes. something but like she's lifting her shirt and looking down at her abs mm-hmm. and he's kind of like you know like they're having this like ab yes. show off moment and it's just so like that time that's like, what i know. think of uh, <laughs> mm. So yeah, I'm going 2000s JLo. Okay, so, good answer, yeah. good answer, good answer. <laughs> we could cut the journey that it takes to get me to these answers. No. Um, if there was a song or album you could erase from JLo's career, what would it be and why? Um, I would erase emotions. <laughs> it's so catchy though. I will give it. Someone that. took my emotions. 
Now, okay, there is a music video for this, if you can call it that, but it's just all shot in black and white. Someone's playing the piano and she's just singing it. And uh, I don't know. I feel like there should have been another music video for that album that wouldn't have been emotions. It just felt like very not, it just felt inconsistent for me. And I, yeah. I don't think it's one of the more stronger vocally. Now, I do like, and we disagree here, and that's fine. I do like um, Let It Be Me. If I'm trying to pick like a ballad song, I would pick Let It Be Me over Emotions because I feel like Let It Be Me has strong enough music accompaniment to like have your like rise and fall of emotions when you're listening to that song. It has the its traditional peaks and valleys versus emotion is just kind of predictable and it's that one emotion. It's just a very like it just pierces a little bit. It's not my fave. Emotions is overproduced. Yeah. It's catchy, but I agree with you in terms of what's the better ballad on AK Let It Be Me is. And, you know, it's a song I think is about Ben. So already, you know, gives it extra 10 yes. points. Yes. <laughs> 10 points to Benefer. Yeah. Um, if there's an album you could erase, <laughs> what would you erase? Well, I'm not going to embarrass myself this time. <laughs> Probably, probably Braver, a.k.a. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. That's hard. Yeah. What about you? Um, Songs, tens, mm -hmm. has always been in the trash, started in the trash. <laughs> started in the trash and it's still there. Started in the trash <laughs> and it's still right fucking there. Started in the trash and it's there. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so tens, I don't think it's, a terrible song i just think it's so kitschy and it's yeah. so like drag race that mm. it just is like what the fuck on this album yes so if it was a fun loose single yeah we'll have fun but yeah no in terms of going with any album and then uh album that's really hard because it's like throwing the baby out with the back oh <laughs> is <laughs> it <laughs> I don't really know what that means, but I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like you're throwing out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All of like you're throwing out some good stuff while trying to get rid of like the stuff you don't want. Well, it's true. So. Yeah. I mean, it's like I feel bad throwing out AKA because that means I'm throwing out I Love You, Bobby. Yes. Like that song's amazing. AKA is kind of great. Mm -hmm. First Love mm -hmm. has become a sleeper favorite of mine mm -hmm. because of the pin connection yes. that I've contrived so like those songs i'm like man i like those so like those are hard to say goodbye to um i would say though ak over brave for me because i do like a lot more on brave like and i i think that too is like recency bias like i lived with brave a little longer than i did ak ak is the last album we listened to mm -hmm. so brave has had a cycle of you know <laughs> until we got to ak for me to revisit and be like oh hey this song ain't bad so mm -hmm. um but i will say the song that really saves brave's ass for me is never gonna give up mm. which i think is a real diamond in the rough because okay because it's 
it's so good and it's so jory low <laughs> <laughs> moving on <laughs> what's a collaboration you wish j-lo would do or someone she would collab with you said this last week and i haven't been able to get it off my mind my first number one answer will always be rihanna very disappointed that her and rihanna did not collab for home and it makes me think if there was like something there um but like a point of contention right, like, what's the point of y'all doing this fucking movie together if we're not gonna get a song exactly <laughs> thank you thank you even if but i think that they're like different similar style music wise that like the collab would just be like fun i don't know but you said drake last week now they performed yeah. together because or he like sampled something right he sampled if you had my yes yeah, so i would love to for teenage fever <laughs> <laughs> so ever since you said that i would love to see them but i would not put her with someone like an ariana grande or someone who would have maybe like i'm sorry but like higher caliber vocals Vocal. i'd put her with like a safe choice vocal wise maybe something that like is bananas that doesn't make sense like gwen stefani like they do a fun like because <laughs> talking about bananas right <laughs> gwen i mean now she is all up in like the blake shelton country thing but like she after no after like because gwen's someone who's had like a huge musical evolution of ska mm -hmm. and punk and pop and like k-pop and j-pop and country and it's like and even some hip-hop like luxury yes about. oh my gosh yeah and it's like i i just think that j-lo's also had this interesting evolution that like pff, why not they're like they're the same age just like put them together I think that they would have like a weird, fun, kind of like um, like when Taylor Swift collabed with Brendan Urie from Panic at the Disco. Like it was just silly and feel good fun. Yes, but I feel like that's like, you know, when you're famous and you get to collab with somebody mm. you fucking grew up listening to. You're like, oh my God, <laughs> like, let me do a song with Brandon Urie. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. And I think maybe that would be a good moment for JLo, like somebody who grew up listening to her collabing with her for that reason mm -hmm. in that um instance um i'm gonna really stick with my drake pick okay. i think drake accompanies uh female singers well um and if they did something that's um similar to teenage fever that would be dope mm -hmm. um so yeah, I can't. I can't really think of anybody else to <laughs> that I'd be really excited for her to do a collab with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what if a Jennifer and Beyonce collab came out? I thought about that, and that's what you said is like putting her with someone who's vocally like superior than her. But okay, not fair. So it, yes, you're right. But if they did like an easy to sing along song and made it more about dancing, then that collaboration would be so kind of like beautiful liar beyonce beyonce Be shakira, shakira. <laughs> yeah 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 because she that's a perfect example but they performed together in the super bowl that was when we got the shakira like night demon terror like thing right because um, yeah. and they were great that was a collaboration that i really liked yeah i mean i will say j-lo has had some out of left 
uh, collabs that I didn't know about, um, like Andrea Bocelli, <laughs> which is like, what? what? The Italian, like, opera? Yeah. And they have a fucking song together. Or Will I Am? Uh-huh. Like, was not expecting that. So, um, are there any think- collaborations that you are like, meh? That she has had yeah. that I'm like, uh, could live without. Um, there's probably some that I haven't listened to. There's one I forgot about that kind of haunts me is her and LL Cool J did another song together for his album right. called Control Myself. Yeah. And like the like part of that song, I just like, I really thought this was like the shit when this came out like i liked that song when it came out and now that it's catchy because it got stuck in my head mm-hmm. after i was like i forgot about this and then i was like oh shit now i'm walking around the house singing <laughs> but yeah that's one that i'm like ooh, like that didn't age well <laughs> yikes oh okay i will say this okay little petty labelle here go ahead go ahead ashanti just squash the fucking squash beef. Like, put the... it in everybody's but face. But they can't collab on I'm Real. It has to be something else. Like, they're going to have to, like, either do a new song. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, song, yeah, 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 yeah. Because, I mean, technically, Ashanti's on Ain't It Funny, too. So they've done two collaborations sort of together. Right. Um, but, like, just outwardly front-facing, here I am, here she is, this is her singing, this is me singing. Yes. So, yes. Okay. So, Drake and Ashanti. Nice. 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 I don't know if this is better, like, for the end, but where do we think J-Lo's music career is headed? I can't. Okay. It's tough because, like, Madonna's still putting out stuff. Janet Jackson will still, like, resurface and not in time. I don't know. I'm, like, trying to think of, like, women of her age, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Hell, Tina Turner came back, mm-hmm. like, and was killing it, like, mid-age share. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know she already did the Vegas residency, but I think mm-hmm. it was too early for her to do something like that. I think that maybe post-pandemic, I can see her doing something like that again and being very successful and comfortable off of that. Um, doing maybe like a couple of small tours. Um, but I could, she, you know, she hosted Idol. Did she ever host America's Best Dance Crew or... No, but she had, uh, she produced her own dance show, World right, of Dance. Right, right. Never talked about. Yes. She's just a judge. Well, but... that's where the idea came from. So I was like, I know she's done like other judging shows besides Idol, and I'm pretty sure one of them had to do with dance. I can see her being like comfortable doing that kind of stuff. I don't know if she'll continue to like make new, mu- new music, with the exception of like movie songs. I think you're under, not underestimating her, but, like, underestimating, like, the amount of, like, I can't sit down that runs in jail. Oh, I like, think she's still going to work. I don't think she'll be retired. I hope, I kind of want her to, like, keep doing movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I really have liked, I mean, there have been some stinkers, but uh, <laughs> I've really liked watching her movies. Um, yeah. So I hope she continues down doing that. See, that's hard for me because I I think for 
oddly enough, why on earth that I think we should do a movie podcast. But I think music is more important to me because it lives with you longer. Okay. It's very rare that I'm going to be like, ooh, you know, I'm in the mood for a little U-turn. <laughs> like, maybe. But it's just a rare mm-hmm. occurrence, you mm-hmm. know, whereas, like, I can listen to This Is Me then on repeat all day at work. And, like, you know, I've thoroughly enjoyed that album to an extent. How many times... I, mean, I know there are people who love movies, but it's very rare that somebody sits and watches, like, the same movie over and over and over again, like, all day. <laughs> like, so, um, but music-wise, I don't, I will say about, and I did watch her Vegas residency, and I have notes on that if you want to hear about that, but, um, I will say that I don't think it was too early for her because I think she helped redefine what it means to have a Vegas residency. Um, and I will give also credit to Brittany because people love to be like, well, Brittany did it. Okay, yes. Brittany and JLo helped redefine that. I do think Brittany's, for me at least, felt a bit like a typical, like, oh, okay, yeah. You know, she needs to be one place and needs a, a constant revenue stream right now. Mm-hmm. And so... That's a great option for her. J-Lo, you know, there's a little more, there's still gas in that tank where you're like, well, why is she doing that right now? But it made it where it's like, whoa, she did that and it didn't hurt, kind of like American Idol. It didn't hurt her. It wasn't like, oh, J-Lo's washed. She's in Vegas. Like, it's like, oh, she did that. It was amazing. And like, she went on to tour after that. She's still doing all this stuff, still making music. So people like Usher now are in Vegas and it's not like, oh yeah, Usher's in Vegas because he's kind of chunky and washed. Like, it's like, no, he's putting on an amazing show. Yeah. Like, there are tons of people, like, I'm like, I wish they would have a Vegas residency so I could, like, go and see them because it is a more intimate setting. It's not as big as arena and stuff, so there are elements of that that's pretty cool. Um, I'm sure doing the sh- same show in the same place night in and night out is very helpful mm-hmm. in some respects. Mm-hmm. So that part's fun. Um, Boys to Men, you know, yes, they're past their um, end of the road days, but like people go to see them and they're like, oh my God, they're so good still. Like, yeah. it's, it's not a thing where it's like, oh yeah, I saw Boys to Men. Woo, man, have they aged? Right. <laughs> like, you know, so I would love to see her go back to Vegas and I would love to see her tour just so I can go especially after watching her tours and feeling tour envy and being like ah why didn't I go I remember when she's in Vegas and I was like oh that sounds fun I want to do that but I just never yeah. like, felt strongly enough about JLo at that time to be like I got it like I would Beyonce or Janet where I was like I gotta go right see her if even Janet I've been trepidatious to go see her it just seems like her Vegas residency was so short that's why I would want her to like reprise it yeah, well, that's because she's doing other shit still, yeah. that's why. But yeah, like, I would want her to have a longer stay. And in my mind, somewhere, I feel like that's a great um, option for her again, because they wanted her to extend. So mm-hmm. it's not like, it's like, oh, uh, yeah, no, it wasn't that great for us to have you. So mm, right. we don't really want to sign you back to a deal. But I think it would be a great option in, for her in terms of, Settling down if she does get married again, her kids, that stability of all of that. But I was thinking about this and I was like, Ben is a a gambler. So (laughs) 
being in Vegas might not be the best for him. I mean, I know he just filmed like a commercial for Vegas, I think, or something. Oh my god, there. really? So maybe. Yeah, because that's where there's the like pictures of him and her mom because she was in it or something. So I don't know. I just I think going there once in a blue moon is nice, but to live to be there, living you know? there can't be trusted. Yeah, might not might not be that great for him. And also his sobriety. But um, music-wise, I I loved Cambia El Paso. Um, I think In the Morning was cute. It's good. Um, On My Way is cute. It's a movie song for me, you know, like like I've talked about movie songs. But um, I know a lot of fans want her to do another Spanish album, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't be mad at that. I would, okay. I would think that it would be dope if she did a double album. A la many others before her, but mm-hmm. I am Sasha Fierce, where you have like a whole Spanish album, or Drake with Scorpion, where you have a whole Spanish album and then you have like your English album mm-hmm. because that duality of her is one of the unique things about her. Yeah. So and capitalize on that. Yeah, can be very marketable. Yeah. So I do hope she tours and I hope she does more Spanish music collectively. A lot of her loose singles for the past couple of years have been Spanish songs and collabs. So it's like just fucking put out an album. But I do think that it's not in her to really only do that. Mm-hmm. Like I think Como Ama Una Mujer was a very um, special instance of a lot of things things happening that she decided to go that route but anyways okay uh is there is there a song you wish there was a music video for um oh dear ben (laughs) i was just thinking that no lie because i don't have an answer yet but i was like it would be interesting to see how she would visualize dear ben yeah switch out emotions for dear ben and it's shot in the same way where it's like black and white and there is just like someone playing like a Spanish guitar in the back, plucking the strings, and she's sitting in bed and she's singing. I love you. Am I wrong? No, but okay. So I was thinking about how much I love I've been thinking, and I was like, you know, both of these songs actually, in my mind, the video treatment could be her like writing mm. because the whole album is like kind of thematically like this journal. It's handwritten, you know, we said it's like reading her diary, yes. love letters. So there's no videos from that era of her like encapsulating that. And so obviously, Dear Ben is like the start of a letter. Why not have her like you know sitting in bed writing like like a little schoolgirl? <laughs> I will say that she's done a great job at picking singles and songs that have videos for the most part because there's like very few that I feel like like are like oh why wasn't that a single or why wasn't that um, mm. mm-hmm. hmm. maybe from Brave? Oh, you know what? A video for Cherry Pie could have been dope. Yeah, yeah. I'll say that. That could have been really sexy. I was going to say from Brave, I was going to be a little bitch and be like, never going to give up. (laughs) (laughs) I want to see what that would look like. But Cherry Pie, I think you'd do a throwback to Warm. Oh, yeah. She's my cherry pie. 
do like short Daisy Dukes throwing your hair yeah around. oh she can have like a big teased hairdo for yeah that oh yeah lots of bangles definitely pies yeah oh so many cherries pies somewhere in there yeah <laughs> so um yeah almost all like right when uh sorry when Christina no Aguilera go ahead went kind of like uh like rockabuddy oh yeah yeah something like that yeah yeah like i was pin thinking up that too like pinup mm-hmm yes with like cherries and oh yes okay we're on the same page which is actually how the cover for ain't your mama looks Yeah, I do like that one a lot. Yeah, so um, props to that. Uh, if you could buy at auction an outfit from a video, which would it be? I have a few. Um, I could not narrow it down. Um, if we're <laughs> taking Selena out of it, that's my first one where like, yes, that is not a oh, video. <laughs> I mean, the whole movie is a video if you think about it, but... I will say this would have been a great question for the movies too. So like you could throw that in Okay, there, I all guess. right. That would obviously Selena's my choice too. So. We had a whole damn episode just on outfits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so uh, the pink tracksuit from the Camera, I'm Real music yes, video, um, yes. the fuzzy hat and frosted lips from All I Have. So I want like the lip gloss and I want the fuzzy hat. Um, I want the bucket hat and fur coat in play. It was Um, not when she's in her like DJ persona, but in her other persona, she just has like a bucket hat and it's like, you know how I feel about a fur. And then um, all the jewelry she sheds off in love don't cost a thing as she's just like throwing it on the ground. I want to like run behind her and like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like that TikTok that I talked yes, about when we talked about. <laughs> yes. yes, Like, girl, you know how much this <laughs> is. <laughs> um, Wow, those are good. I mean, the pink tracksuit is it's fucking iconic. the 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 pink velour tracksuit if you didn't have one or if you didn't know someone that didn't have one in the 2000s you're lying Yeah. I'm going to go um JLo Tomboy Chic, which is like this dope ass side of her that I've gotten to know and love where where she's like comfy and like kind of very new york um but and if i had my love or if you had my love wow if i had my love self-love true love j-lo <laughs> um <laughs> and if you had my love that outfit like the baggy shiny pants like when she does like the dance break the um she has like on air maxes like it's just ugh, I, eat and breathe that kind of stuff so i love that look um and then in love don't cost a thing the the outfit for that dance break with the tank top Yes. and like the dickies and the cornrows like Yeah. that is something i would try to wear but i'd be like i don't look like how she does in this video so <laughs> um and then <laughs> i mean It's it's hard. Like how do you how do you pick? <laughs> uh, An honorable mention for me was any of the canes that she danced with on stage. yes, She whipped like out get a cane right. a lot. Yes. I will say one of her tour 
outfits that I loved too was like also this like baggy glittery sequence like jersey and pants Mm. outfit and she has like these fucking sequenced um or rhinestoned Tim's Mm -hmm. Timberland Mm -hmm. boots Mm. that I'm just like oh those are so boss like if that's probably like the one thing I would pick maybe out of everything is like those boots sign you love a good shoe yes I do like I would put them in a case (laughs) it would have a light they would rotate. I'd be like, these are J-Lo's boots. <laughs> like the Hope Diamond. It's just like on a pedestal. <laughs> There's like lasers. <laughs> like guarding. Oh my God. And when someone else. I set an alarm every night. And the laser. And someone like... else touches it and it doesn't have your fingerprints. They're like, intruder, alert. <laughs> I remember. So when we were like pre-talking about this episode a few days ago, you had mentioned. So we said that there, the one thing that was off limits was the Versace green dress, just because it's like, <laughs> of course, that's going to be everyone's number one. Let's try and be a little bit more original. But you also said the white bandana. Oh, yeah. From the VMA mm-hmm. red carpet look. Which you won her first moon mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't. That outfit has always stuck with oh, me. Oh, yeah. So, and I think, like I said in that episode, because, like, that was, like, her outing with Puffy. Yes. Um, where they were, like, for sure thing. And then that was, like, my first time really seeing, like, an interracial couple. And then, like, seeing her post Selena and being like, oh, damn. Like, mm-hmm. okay, she's her own thing. And, like, she's so pretty. And, like, she's got abs. Like, yeah. and rhinestones at, like, seven. That's, like, what else could you want besides rhinestones? Yeah. It's like, I wonder if I could find that at Limited, too. Like- <laughs> <laughs> there are probably so many people that, like, recreated that afterwards. I've seen. Um- but, yes. <laughs> a lot of people tried to I know that I've I saw people gluing rhinestones on from Michaels oh, to like yeah. local beauty shop yes. bandanas. And I've so. seen um people like girls do that for bachelorette trips. Um someone I knew did like a like a, a 90s 2000s pop star theme and she mm-hmm. the bride because that was an all white outfit wore that oh that's cute. and it was it was so cute oh my god i have to pull up pictures it looked really really good the way that it came yeah. out and she did her hair and like the two little mini baby pigtails on top and yeah i think jlo reigns on twitter shout out to you um was that for halloween in 2021 mm-hmm. so yeah that outfit is i think it's so accessible and that's another thing i recently saw like it was like a picture of destiny's child like you know boy girl singer pop stars yeah um, and it was like when they dressed normal like you could just go to your local kmart mm-hmm. and find something similar it might not have been as expensive but very very close yeah and hardly intelligible that it wasn't anything but like it's just accessible fashion yes like that's an outfit I could easily recreate with very little. Like, it doesn't take... I'm not going to be like, oh, my God. How am I going to remake the Versace print? Like, that's... Oh, right. <laughs> and I, I mean, one of my favorite things about, like, the 90s and aughts magazines and stuff was there was always a little section about, like, recreate the look. And if someone mm-hmm. had, like, a cool look from a music video or, like, a red carpet event, um, they would try and link in like comparable solutions maybe like that like would range from like very expensive to like easy least expensive and you're right it's not going to be 100 percent accurate like looks 
like the real deal, but it's close. It's like cosplaying or like Disney bounding. Like it's close enough to know yes for people to like get the actual gist of it. yes uh, love it um i feel like there's there's got to be something else i'm trying to think of something more recent too um Did you say the ring? <laughs> But that's not really a music video thing. no but i mean i'm sure any j lover would be like i want the fucking pink engagement ring if i have anything Fuck j lo yeah. ever owned She or still possessed has it. I'm willing to bet. I'm willing to bet. You know how you have your glass case uh, for the shoe? She has her special, but it's like locked. She's probably got one of the most amazing walk-in closets that's probably as big as my house. And somewhere in there is a safe. And then in that vault, in that safe is that box with the jewelry in it. I like to think it's like the necklace in Titanic. That she just walks around with it the whole time. And then she goes on her next cruise and goes, <laughs> ah, <laughs> tosses it in. okay. <laughs> Sorry. I'm like daydreaming. I'm just like, mm -hmm. yeah. About the ring? <laughs> yeah. Well, I've gone back and forth with people on the interwebs, with fans on the interwebs. Shout out to JLo fan number one, because she always talks to me about stuff. Oh, yeah, and But she's such a big person on our Instagram page, too. So thank you. yeah, so um, there's tons of people who are like, oh, I think she still has it. She totally has it still. Like, and I'm just like, I don't know. Like, she said she didn't have it. Like, I tend to, as naive as it may be, I tend to... not try to overcomplicate my mind and overthinkingness with celebrities bullshit because at the end of the day JLo's engagement ring is hers and it's not going to pay any of my bills but I can think about it but not too much so if she said she didn't have it I'm like okay she said she didn't have it and that's the end of that but I would love it if Ben maybe still had it but He carries it around in his wallet and it's right next to his kids pictures. That's kind of fucked up. And when and when and when he sits back having a cigarette, he'll like <laughs> open it up and be like oh my god. I'm not touching that <laughs> one. <laughs> like what's Jennifer Garner gotta say I know, about I'm that? sorry, Jen. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um what if it oh my god, what if he integrated it somehow in one of his ugly tattoos? Like he has that huge <laughs> phoenix on his back like what if it was like had a little hint of like a sparkly pink He ground up the diamond. <laughs> He's like, there's a dermal of the diamond on his back. oh my Like, god that's it it's either that or prince albert ring baby <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, if we've seen anything in Gone Girl, then that's a no. But That's right, that's right. <laughs> that is terrible to think about. Oh my god, okay. <laughs> what's what's a song you wish you got a remix? We got a remix of, um, but we didn't, and who would you put on it? This one I did not have something prepared for. Um Okay, me neither, so let's spitball. Okay, <laughs> I mean, I didn't I don't care for Iggy Azalea. So again, I maybe instead of collabing with her on AKA, 
to again collab with someone else and have it just be like a Cardi. yeah car <laughs> um to have a to have a oh it would have been cool if like a song came out for hustlers that included cardi and lizzo and usher like to have a little bit of sprinkling of everyone in there could have been really fun yes oh yeah and jail usher collab mm -hmm. a little love in this club type mm. that's a funeral <laughs> song for me um hmm. i was jokingly gonna be like a remix to dear ben <laughs> <laughs> well you said this a couple of days ago when we were on the phone you're like i want this is me then now like you want a redo <laughs> of that album yes a part the part the sequel electric Boogaloo. Um, i would love that but i feel like that is also asking for a lot. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think that's just the place she was in her life. So to replicate that like purposefully would be kind of like not as magical. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the Dear Ben remix on on the part on the This Is Me Now. <laughs> yeah, it's like um, what's that damn like cleaning out my closet? <laughs> Dear Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you know I threw the engagement the tears come away. cold, I'm wondering why. <laughs> this is my last time writing you. I hope you're living okay. I, <laughs> I saw Batman. That shit was okay. I want to thank you for giving me the best bed of my That just life. makes me think of sex in this <laughs> Let's see, remixes. Um... You know, we don't talk about Ludacris on Do It Well enough. Oh, um, I love Luda. I love anything he Luda, does. Luda! Um, I am not a fabulous fan because he's a woman beater, but, you know, he was pretty good on Get Right, but, you know, mm -hmm. don't go back down that road. Um, I, I kind of want her and LL to do another song. Like, they're yeah. around the same age. Agreed, like, agreed. And I, you know me, like, I love any mixes with Mr. Worldwide himself. I feel like him and her yes. are just, like, a very fun, like, perfect they match. They could do a joint album. Yeah! I'd be down for that. Oh, well, what's-his-face is on Cambio El Paso, so you can't really remix that. It's already featured. I mean, you could remix it. Maybe, yeah, maybe remix that put Pitbull on it along with, um, is it Maluma is on that? I'm blinking. But, um, hmm, yeah. I don't know. I want her to revisit old collabs. I can't. And, well, I'm talking about remixes, not collabs. How do we get back? I don't know. <laughs> Just because she does it so well. Um, remixes to existing songs. I mean, I will say, okay. We got to find a song like Ain't It Funny and mm -hmm. um, I'm Going to Be All Right where they sound like that or even I'm Real where they sound like way different and then you remix it and it's like a whole nother new song. Mm -hmm. So like, what's a song like that that I would be like, yeah, um, I have to look at, <laughs> at her discography. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I can't think of one like right off the top of my head, but you're right. The original I'm Real and the remix are two totally different songs. Yes, and the original's better. <laughs> I love the original. And that will always remember or remind me of like longboarding with you in my neighborhood over the summer. <laughs> really? Yeah, because you played it Aww. out loud while we were boarding. Mm -hmm. That was fun. Oh, and you know what? I never realized that um, Trouble 
Ooh. is the second time she worked with Nas because mm-hmm. he was on the I'm Gonna Be Alright remix. Mm-hmm. And I totally, like, never made that connection again mm-hmm. where I was like, oh, shit, like, this is the second go-round. Um, okay, let's do a song from Love because I feel like that song, I mean... That album needs a little bit of a facelift? No, it doesn't, but I think there's songs on there that, like... Mm could be repurposed not repurposed necessarily like where it's a completely different song no it just has songs that like, have good features so never mind i'm talking about a song that's going to be completely different from the beginning from like the original hmm. oh okay this is a good one okay. because jlo fans love this song and i think jlo loves this song because it's like in a lot of her shows and i'm like for a non-single and like not really well it is a single actually but for like a not really big hit she's holding on to this song mm-hmm. hold it don't drop it okay deserves a remix okay and you switch it up i don't know how someone with music talent does that <laughs> but i think if if that had a remix it might have done better so that's that's gonna um also be my choice I think. final answer all right lock it in regis so do you have an album that you think you're the most like or like that matches your energy that matches my energy mm-hmm. um hmm. i would say either on the six or rebirth I feel like on the six, because I think also I think it's a great album for Jennifer for this reason that it encapsulates so many different parts of her. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of all over the place in a really good way. Mm -hmm. Like there's Spanish, there's slow songs, there's hip hop, there's dance, there's pop, like there's a nice mix on there. And I think I'm kind of like that, too. I'm like a little gumbo hodgepodge of a lot of shit. Hodgepodge. (laughs) All right. All right. Um, for me, I think, I think that's, this is me then. What? I know. So <laughs> you, you live to like, <laughs> fuck me up this episode. I, I know. I'm so sorry. I mean, of course I love, love and the pops and the hits and the five, six, seven, eight. But when you think of the heart and soul of this is me, then it's very much journal writing and that's something that I don't do anymore, sadly, even though I should get into it. But up until a few years ago, I religiously kept a diary since like fourth fucking grade. And I wasn't always consistent with it, but it was a great release for me. Um, and I don't know, it just has very much like... I think of someone laying down on their bed, stomach down with like their knees bent up and their feet kind of like crisscross in the air. And they're like thinking about what to write and they're like very clearly in love. And it's, I don't know, it just reminds me of like... As candles lit. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to tell me to <laughs> Um, I will say the... Okay, so obviously I love This Is Me then, but like to say that I'm most like that album kind of scares me, like Mm. because I love that album because it's so lovey-dovey and stuff, but like 
I'll be honest, like that kind of love scares me. It's <laughs> like, intense. It's intense. I would the Scorpio in me is very hesitant to write a fucking song with somebody's name in it and put it on an album mm-hmm. and be like, "Here you go, world," <laughs> like or like an album where in the liner notes you're like, "This album's just as much as yours as is mine." Like the Scorpio in me is like, "Nah, I do that. I'm gonna get played, and I'm not <laughs> trying to get played like that." Like I'd be damned. If I wrote a song called Dear Ben and he breaks up with me, what? <laughs> never again. Um, and she never did that shit again. But, but yeah, like I, I love it for her, but I don't think I could do it. Like okay. I don't. But I think it's interesting that that's my favorite album. But like I don't. But think- it, but it's okay to have a favorite and not think it like describes you. Yeah, I think I envy that part of Jayla, mm-hmm. like that she can be in love so easily and like so openly. She she feels very intensely about things. She's not someone who skirts around and just she just says how it is, and I appreciate that. Yeah, well, she's real. <laughs> what you get um, is what you see. Even on Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Last question, kind of. Last question um, before our rapid fire. Uh, inside the actor studio questions. Simone, you've talked about the funeral playlist. Um, mm-hmm. What's a song? What's a JLo song that's going on your funeral playlist? Or what's a few? If like maybe a little JLo uh, section. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm going to put play in there because it has a curse word in it. It's funky. It's fun. I loved it enough to talk about it in my own journal at one point about how much I loved it. And so I'd put play in there and I would also put, I love you, Bobby. (laughs) Really? Because it's silly. And to add context, we've mentioned this, or I've talked about this before. I've been accumulating a little funeral playlist, ironically, non-ironically for the past few years. And I legitly want, if I die before my time or when I die and it's like, you know, an appropriate amount of years from now. R.I.P. Betty White. Oh, fuck. Yes. When I live to be the ripe age of almost 100 and it's played at my funeral then, that's great. But the point of the funeral playlist is to be light and positive and just like the most randomest songs will pop up and, and people will be ironic. like what <laughs> so like my opening one for my funeral playlist is everybody get up it's time to slam now because i just don't want anyone to be sad i died for a reason and, like the lights <laughs> dim and like start like going all that's over how my that's how my coffin will be like lifted for the viewing it's just like all this glitter and confetti everybody get up it's time to slam now (laughs) you know what i will say that like for as much technology as we have funerals really haven't like ascended to what they could be oh like there should be large videos like it should be like a concert like where you have like a concert yeah well, like, I'm thinking of, like, stage designs, you know, where you have a stage Ooh. design and you have, like, your set pieces with, like, your big video screen that's, like, in the shape of whatever the fuck you need it to be. And, like, you come up out of the stage, your coffin comes up, you know, like, or you come hanging down, like, from the rafters. I don't know. But, like, it could have a lot more going for it than it does currently. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so we should open a high-tech funeral parlor. Okay. Oh, Bria. <laughs> That's such a good idea. And HGTV is going to pick that up so quick. What a funky... <laughs> we're going to be on all the cool... We're going to collab with all of the fun people. And we're going to just do high-tech... Fun this funeral has everything. No, it's going to be like tanked, but... <laughs> <laughs> So it's on Animal Planet. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking, no, no, you know, no, how no, they no. have these clients and they have like, like, okay, like, we're a pirate-themed uh, restaurant. We want a nice pirate-themed tank. Yeah. And it's like, oh, great. Yeah, we could do that. So, and Or someone's like, us. I have an old VW bus. Great. We'll turn it into an aquarium. No problem. <laughs> like, <yes>. yeah. Okay. <laughs> no problem. Strawberry Fields will play. The VW bus will drive in uh -huh. with your casket. Yeah. We'll project some, like, flowers and, like, yellow submarine shit oh, on the wall. For, oh, okay. Um, mm. We'll give out daisy reefs for people to mm. wear. Okay, very Coachella. Know. Love, love, yeah, love. Yeah, yeah. Like, see, like, why aren't funerals like that? Like Where everyone gets a goodie bag. <laughs> Yes, with the the playlist. The oh, Bria, <laughs> most importantly, I'm going to bestow this on you if I die before you. What's the signature okay. cocktail for my funeral? <laughs> I don't know. What is it? I don't know. You, Do you, you have get one? to be in charge. Oh! You, you get to design. <laughs> you get to design my final cocktail. I'll just come with, like, a few hydro flasks. Like, I don't know if you're in the mood, but if you want signature cocktails for some <laughs> It's just Vinique in here. That's <laughs> glittery poos it's, to remember. It's E forty one. People are gonna get fucked up. <laughs> oh god. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I think funerals should have signature cocktails. I mean, oh, if, if weddings do, funerals do too. Yeah bachelorette parties divorce parties why not have it i mean pour one out for me right like no. yeah we're gonna revolutionize the funeral business as funny as this is we might have to cut this so we don't get our ideas still oh dude yeah. <laughs> no i really don't want to work with dead people or sad people talking about burying someone mm -hmm. so yeah yeah it's tough. you can have it I've... take all our ideas it's a tough one it's a tough one <laughs> yeah okay so you have I Lay You Poppy on your funeral <laughs> playlist. <laughs> and I'm guessing like some shirtless men come out and do a little light twerk. Yeah. <laughs> and to carry you out like pallbearers. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like shaking their butt every step. They're just like, I love you, Poppy. I love you, I love you, Poppy. I love you, Poppy. I love you. <laughs> I'm sorry, Simone just got up to shake her ass. <laughs> <laughs> in the zoom okay and then what was your other one i forget play. <laughs> play okay yeah um i think a great one is waiting for tonight see that <laughs> that's the one if i that's my inside the actor studio answer yeah that's a good oh, one okay. that's a good one yeah but you know a little waiting for tonight da -da -da. i know um, I also think De Niro is kind of a baller-ass song to play at your De Niro, De Niro, De Niro. Mm -hmm. I just want the green, want the... I don't know. I'm dead, though. So does that really apply? <laughs> I think Ain't It Funny is very ironic. Mm -hmm. 
because it's like I'm gone. So isn't it funny that you wanted me when you, you didn't want me when you had me? <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> You're so petty even in death. <laughs> And then the original I'm Real, not the remix, because She's baby, a bad bitch. I was real, yeah. What you got is what you saw. <laughs> In weird um, past tense context. And then for a little sappy like moment, a little adios oh. from Koma Ana Ama. Um, you know, peace out, deuces, as you just say. <laughs> um, yeah, I think those are mine. <laughs> nice. Great answers. This isn't on our list, but I just have to get this out. I had the pleasure of watching her It's My Party World Tour mm-hmm. and her residency in Vegas. And I have lots of notes. I'm not going to go that deep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I will say that I came out of watching those two things while I was at work. (laughs) Um, I came out of watching those with, like, some revelations about Jennifer Lopez performance-wise and just concerts in general. I will say that I think, okay, first off, that someone on Twitter, I forget, um, I probably could pull it up, but I'm being lazy right now, but someone on Twitter pointed out how JLo didn't tour for her early 2000s albums, and, you know, that came late Mm -hmm. in her career. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I retweeted, and I was like, you know what? I just want to add that she didn't tour for those albums, but, like, I remember when we were watching, like, Good Morning America performances, for those eras she performed the hell out of those songs yeah but i remember being like you know what i think she still hasn't found like her performance persona yet okay like and even the let's get loud special of her in puerto rico for like those albums like i was like like it was great like it's better than some of these kids are doing now but like having watched like janet beyonce like these performers Mm -hmm. and seeing how they have like these signature things about them. Yeah. I wasn't seeing that with JLo. But I think she grew tremendously as a performer, kind of how she has as a singer as well. Mm-hmm. But I think to perform every now and then at a Good Morning America or a Boys and Girls Club or um, a VMA, you know, mm-hmm. it's a cute little moment. But to put together a tour is a whole different beast, you know? And I think for her, like, I I watched her Dance Again World Tour, and I was impressed with that. But to watch Dance Again, All I Have, and It's My Party, the evolution and the growth alone within those, like, couple of years of her touring is amazing. Mm-hmm. It just looks fuller. It looks, like, more glamorous. It looks like the dance breaks and stuff, like, they just work better. The outfits are amazing, like... You know, and I want to say too that her all I have um, set is like there are so many great elements that are like a nice little wink at like old Vegas Mm -hmm. that like it's like, oh, my God, that's so like that's really dope like that she differentiated like because she could have easily like copy pasted like shit from her tours and just be like, oh, yeah, match this up. But there are elements of like she has male dancers mostly and you know they're very like dapper mm-hmm. and like suits and stuff like that it's and then 
Where's this note I had? I had, had this amazing, amazing kind of conclusion of, of what I thought about uh, concerts. I will say both of the, actually all of her tours, I'm very jealous of anyone who's got to go. Mm -hmm. um, there are moments I wish I could travel back in time and be like, damn it, I should have went and saw. Well, that's, I think it kind of adds to the value of her as a performer where you drive up that scarcity a little bit almost because if it's not a common occurrence for her to be touring like like Beyonce coming around or Lady Gaga coming around or like boy bands like anytime a new album was released like you know you knew a concert was going to be coming um and so that's almost kind of like kind of a cool token that people can have if because it's just all the more rarer for Jennifer to be touring and performing or doing like long stints of concerts and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay, so I wrote this long-winded thing, but basically, um, I I think for me at least, like, I never thought in this process that I would come away from this being like, that Jennifer Lopez, people need to watch her. Like, I think she's up there in terms of people that younger artists watch to learn from and, like, study. Mm -hmm. And I think there's some things people can learn from Jayla. Like, she's really good at including, like, because her music's kind of so all over the place, like, sonically, like, there's, you know, Latin music, there's hip-hop, there's dance. Like, the fact that she can put together a show that kind of either sections those perfectly or blends them together. One thing I really liked from All I Have and It's My Party was that there were, like, these remixes to songs mm -hmm. that were, like, slowed down. I called them the Fifty Shades uh, <laughs> remixes because they're, like, slowed down and, like, sensual. Mm -hmm. Like, how Fifty Shades of Grey did, like, the remix to Crazy in Love mm -hmm. and stuff where it's, like, oh, it's, like, sexy Crazy in Love. And so there's, like, moments like that where, like, she has these mixes of songs that's like, oh my God, this is like a different, I've never heard this song this way and like to repurpose and refresh it. But like things like that, her costumes, pretty amazing. Like the set designs were great. Oh my God, there's, I have a picture of it, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. But there was like this video box thing that she comes out on for De Niro. And I didn't know it was a video box at first, but she, it's it on it is like a, it's like a bank vault. Oh. And it says J-Lo on it. But she comes out and she's like on top of it. And she has like one of those money guns. Oh. It's just so badass. Like I was just like, oh my God. And then like in Vegas, she has like a quick change where. I love her dancers a quick have, change. I know, right? Her dancers have those big old school feathers, you know? Yes. And they like surround her. And like those little things I, I would have never expected to watch 
these concerts and shows and be like, oh my God, take notes. Mm -hmm. Like those are good things. And so on that note, I will leave off with this weird ass gym that I concocted at the end of watching all of these where I was like, you know what? A good concert is like a good charcuterie board. <laughs> Has a little bit of everything. Yes. A little bit of everything. And it's like good quality together. items of things. No yeah. Safeway Select. <laughs> no name brand. It's nice. Yeah. Yes. And then you'll do a like a sweet, little cheese, little fruit, some sweet little jam or something. Yes. A little salty with a little olives or something like that. And then they'll do a deep cut of something and you're like, oh, what? There's like a random onion ring in here? Ugh, perfect. <laughs> There's caramelized onions in this? What? Yes. Uh, yes. I feel that. Yeah. So that was me trying to sum up my feelings was just like, you know what? A good concert really is like a charcuterie mm -hmm. board. It has to blend all these things that are great by themselves, but also amazing together. And it has to jam well, mm -hmm. you know? It has to go nice, nice combinations here and there. A little this, a little that. But anyways, okay, shut up. <laughs> and on that note, any... Oh, I was going to say any final thoughts, but should we do rapid fire or final thoughts first? Let's, I mean, I don't really have any other final thoughts. I uh, just want to circle back again. And I am like a little embarrassed about the, like getting some of the albums mixed up because I thought that I came really prepared today. Um, but I, it's fine. I'll leave it in as is because it just kind of goes to show you if I'm mixing them up, they're clearly not my favorite. I think <laughs> let's be real, like on the six JLo, this is me. Then we're like very through like the first three, very influential albums. I think those are the ones that you're really going to remember and want to talk about and bring up and discuss and rebirth. Como Ama Unamu hair is like this new age of Jennifer where she's kind of trying to touch into some different roots, some different sounds, brave, love, dance again, aka is emerging out of this like fun dance hip hop mixture of everything, way more collaborations with your later albums. And, you know, I get what you were trying to say earlier about picking your least favorite is like throwing the baby out with the bathwater. I just, I cracked up because I was like, that was a very interesting analogy to use, but I get it. <laughs> like you don't want you there's it's not to say that we think that these albums are trash or like you know you might feel bad saying like your least favorite but yeah no i get it it's hard to like because you like these little bits and pieces of all the album and yeah you know she's had so many great stage performance um pieces and and I'm glad that we, the random spinny wheel landed on this because I never <laughs> would have known so much or listened to so much J-Lo if it wasn't for the show. Right? Because <laughs> my Apple Music replay was like, Jennifer Lopez, mm -hmm. <laughs> like everything. Mm -hmm. um, I will say, though, that 
like I, I'm reading Alicia Keys's book and she talks about like when an artist first comes out and like you have those initial fans and then you know you make other albums and you're trying new sounds and you're trying to experiment or you've grown mm-hmm. and you've changed mm-hmm. and I this happens a lot to me sometimes where like you really fuck with like an artist when they first this actually happened to me with Alicia Keys ironically oh, okay. and I think for JLo those albums for me are up till like Rebirth-ish where like after Rebirth, I wasn't really like out seeking out Jennifer Lopez music and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then I think around um, Love on the Floor and stuff, you know, you might hear on the floor and you're like, oh, that's cute, Jayla. <laughs> that's cute <laughs> yeah jayla's got another bob that's great but it's not something that drew me back in you know mm-hmm. and i think depending on what kind of fan you are like but like there are some albums that you're like huh this isn't what i was expecting but as a fan you just power through it and then you learn to love them and i think we kind of forced ourselves into that mm-hmm. situation mm-hmm. of like okay we have to talk about these albums so i may not off top love brave but like hey so i say all of that to say that the j lovers that have loved j-lo from on the six and throughout everything definitely probably feel differently about these albums Mm, and mm -hmm. can appreciate them for what they were at that time and there there aren't these major gaps but i think the average person who knows of jennifer lopez at least two from what I've talked to people about when I tell them about the podcast, they tend to like not not like her post or around Benifer. After that, people are like, mm, take her or leave her. She's not my fave or, you know, like to follow the rest of her career is to really like be really interested in J-Lo until about recently where it's just like, damn, she's doing everything. <laughs> like still. Yeah. and she looks amazing um okay anyways that's very long-winded anyways okay rapid fire question rapid fire okay um all right bria what is your favorite song still (laughs) what is your least favorite song tens what song turns you on secretly what song turns you off tens (laughs) what is a sound or like um like a beat of from a song or like a little uh, hit clip of a song? Like if you were to make like a 45 second little cut of a song, what would you do? I hate to make this even longer winded, oh, but I will say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, because when I read this, I'm just thinking of like really, I don't know for you, but like are there songs where you hear like a music part of it that just sticks mm-hmm. with you that you wish could last mm-hmm. longer. Mm-hmm. Like, you're like, why is this song so short? Like, kind of okay. song. So, um, I'm gonna go with I'm Glad or I've Been Thinking where, like, the musicality of that song, like, like the instrumentation by itself. No words. Like, I fucks with mm. words. Like, or even I'm real. Yes. Thanks, thanks to Yellow magical yeah that's mine it's yeah. just so tropical so those are like, and fun yeah those are sounds i like oh uh, give me more is there is that injected. the sound that you'd want as your cell phone ringtone <gasps> oh that's a great question i would oh fuck 
I I had a lot of ringtone songs in my day. Um, I, yeah, I think I'm real. I I think I'm real is a good one too. Waiting for tonight would be good. And not in like the like once you got a smartphone, you can have an actual fucking yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. But like that really it's cheap ass like dee, dee, little dee, 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 digital. Dee, dee, dee. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that digitized <Yes>. like <laughs> simplification. Absolutely. I wasn't thinking of anything else except for that. So you read my mind. Virginia from the block. <laughs> now I want one of those. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So long, long ass when answers and questions from both of us. <laughs> you know what a hit clip is. What's a what's a mom? What's a hit clip? Um, Bria, do you have a favorite? I mean, this one. What your favorite curse word? Favorite curse word in a J Lo song? I'm. I know. You, I'm gonna let you have play. So I'm gonna take. I'm real bad. Bad. Bitch. Okay. Um, what profession other than singing, acting, and entrepreneuring would you like Jennifer? Do you think Jennifer should attempt or could attempt and get away with? Mm, that's hard. It's like, what hasn't she done? She's been a judge on a show. She's got beauty lines. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got, she's had fashion mm-hmm. lines. Um, she's got shoes with DSW. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know, that's hard. I love that J Lo needs to get in on so I can love it even more. Shoes? She has shoes. Mm. She had like a proper like sneaker collaboration with like a actual sneaker brand. Sorry DSW, <laughs> but like Oh a, right, right. Like right. a Nike yeah. or like a you know, Nike New Balance Adidas. Kinda like a Ivy Park okay. but not okay. um, uh-huh. so much. But if she had something like that, maybe. And I mean, actually, you know what? I love Beyonce and I have a shit ton of Ivy Park, but like, I don't, when I think of Beyonce, I don't think of working out. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know she does, but like JLo, she's always an athlete. Yeah. She's always in sweatsuits. She's always in leggings and she's always going to the gym. I can like, see her collab with, I think she's collabed with Fabletics in the past. Yeah. I think she should she should have jumped on that train mm-hmm. like when that was taken off. But I know she's got a lot. So, or I say expand J Lo beauty to makeup. I would totally buy mm-hmm. some fucking J Lo lip gloss oh, and shit. Yes. So. Yeah, so those nude. Watch out, Fenty. Have like a nice <laughs> like nude gloss line. Yeah. Yes, bronzer shimmers. Right, would not look good highlighters. on me at all, but just it would be fun to wear. If anybody should have been had like a signature highlighter line, mm, it's this yes. bitch. Like, come on, glow by J Lo. That's it's just her all it the way. Is. So okay. I so the last time, admittedly, that I went to Sephora, I sent you that picture, and it was like, look who I bumped into at the mall, and it's mm-hmm. the kiosk of her beauty line at Sephora. And um, one thing that I really appreciated about the J Lo beauty line is that it is cruelty free. It's it's leaping bunny certified. I, I don't know if it's like 100% vegan, um, but I do know that it's cruelty free, which is very important for me when looking into buying products. Um, so I could like comfortably wear the line and I've really loved it. Um, I still use the, the blockbuster moisturizer is so wonderful. 
Um, and I have her cleanser um, in the shower. It's like a gel cleanser, which is really gentle on my skin. And I've really, you can't see me right now, but Bria can. And I have like huge, like red splotches constantly on my face if I don't have, if I'm not like covering it up. So I feel like that's helped like calm my skin down. But the last oh. time I went to the mall, I got another line uh, something from her line and I haven't worn it yet because I want to use other product first. Um, but when I first bought the line of JLo Beauty, it was like the sampler pack. So it comes with the serum, the blockbuster cream and the cleanser. And then it also came with this like signature JLo glow, like all over face bronzer. Um, but it's definitely for more olive tone skin. So I put it on one night thinking that you follow that up with like your moisturizer. And I was like, oh, oh this looks a little <laughs> too spicy. But what I you need like a Edward Cullen like oh, that's, <laughs> that highlight. That's what I got. So okay, I still want to use up the rest of that product before I open up my new one. And what I've done is I've paired it with a foundation that's too light for me, and it kind of like evens it out and gives it like a very glowy, dewy look. It's very pretty. Um, but it doesn't matter because I wear my mask at all times at work. So no one gets to really enjoy it, but it's fine. But what I did do was I swapped out, um, for, it's like a same, it's not a serum, but it's like a extra dewy glow. And I bought it and like, it's, I think it's called like champagne rose gold and it's a very light pink. And I think that that will obviously match my skin a lot better. <laughs> And then last question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just cut it. Just cut it, please. I don't know who's going to edit this episode, but just, you just can, cut you that. You can talk about, but I really want you to talk about that maybe in the Benefer pop culture episode. Okay. Sorry. I didn't know if I was going to get the chance to I think to we were going to talk, talk about, about like, things we've bought since we st started. Okay. This, all right. Like, so just January. cut it. If you're going to edit this <laughs> note to whoever, just completely cut that out. Um, okay. Um, Bria, what profession would you not like Jennifer Lopez to do? Um qvc <laughs> agreed agreed and if heaven exists and you die and you go to those pearly gates and god opens up the gates what jennifer lopez song do you want playing to greet you dear ben no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> i'm feeling so good all right <laughs> but i mean hey hearing i love you oh having you're... god look at you or jesus or whoever <laughs> greets you up there to like look at you and they're just like you're perfect and it's like an angel choir and they're just like a manifestation of my dreams as you're just like floating up <laughs> oh my god but yes <laughs> um feeling so good i think it would be a fun okay one. Um, all right, Simone, your turn. Okay. Rap, pat, 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 fire, not so rapid fire questions. <laughs> what is your favorite song? Uh... <laughs> I was joking about the not so rapid fire. I know, I know. <laughs> it's hard. 
I'm questioning mine. It changes. <laughs> yeah. Um... I'm going to go original. I think I'll go original. I'm real. Nice. Classic. Classic. What's your least favorite song? Um, half of the ones that are on AKA. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> emotions. Yeah. Emotions. Um, what song turns you on? Oh, dear Ben. For sure. It's <laughs> so cheesy. But it's so good. And probably most of the slow jams from Como Ama. Mm, really? Oh, okay. Like a little mm -hmm. Spanish mm -hmm, in the mm -hmm, bedroom. Mm -hmm. Okay. What song turns you on? Emotions. <laughs> <laughs> JLo tried to get you her emotions and you are just throwing them away. <laughs> Don't want it. Right next to tens. Just yeah. trash. <laughs> Um, what's a song that you would make into a ringtone that the instrumental just livens your soul and you're like, I wish this was longer? Oh, probably do 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 or and then a wind chime. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm real. Um, what's a song that you would not have as your ringtone, uh, pleasurable sound? Um, I'm one, uh, okay. There was one in, I don't know. I feel like there's also songs that you can overplay and then it's like, ah, like it like loses its fun. Uh, like, yes, like Mambo yes. number five. It's a good song. <laughs> And then you're just kind of like, duh, 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 yes. duh. But you're like unhappy about it, you know? You're like... <laughs> yeah. I feel like some I, songs can easily like get lost. <laughs> so, <laughs> what? what... <laughs> Probably Jenny from the Block. Oh, okay. Um, I just went through my hypnotica. Um, um, what is your favorite curse word in uh, when she song? says play my motherfucking song baby yes um what profession other than the million things that j-lo does would you like to see her pursue i don't always condone like diet culture stuff but if jennifer lopez came out with like a cardio hit line where it was like a series of like um like a like a typo style workout where she was jane fonda workout <laughs> yes but like it's dancey and she just had yeah. like a lot of her fun dance hits put them to more like remix almost like she's a she should partner with that's peloton. what i was gonna say like she could be a really good peloton coach like i would follow her i i thought you were going uh meal prep no no wise. i i would buy jlo meals i would no. but if she came out with so the the in our last episode when we talked about inside the actor's studio um, she mentioned that she had a restaurant. Now, I don't know if it's, like, still standing or, like, what happened. It closed. I Googled that not too long Okay. Ago. So, 
It closed in like 08, I think, which like surprisingly was a relatively long run. Yeah, that was a long run. But I don't know. It would be interesting if she had a restaurant. Little pop up. Restaurants are tricky. They're yeah, tricky. I would There's a lot of it. like. Oh my God. A JLo pop up. Like a JLo experience pop up. Yeah, like a museum to go with her Vegas residency. Mm, mm-hmm. I mean, I think they kind of had something like that. I've seen people like post like pictures next to like a mural. And I think obviously there's a store mm-hmm. where you can buy merch mm-hmm. and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you don't go to the show. But yeah, I want something more expansive. But anyways, yes. Okay. Um, what profession would you like her not to pursue? Um, I was gonna say, <laughs> so, um, Mariah Carey fell ill on the um, QVC stuff. She her thing is butterflies, right? So Mariah Carey came out with like a line of like very tacky butterfly jewelry. So. <laughs> I would hate for that to happen because the packaging and cut this, but the packaging on the JLo beauty is so good. And I do think that she has really good taste and stuff, um, but I don't want her to like think, oh, I can design some really cool like hoops or like necklace. <laughs> no, not the not SNL the skin. SNL skin. <laughs> Unless it's a daddy's big bitch, I would buy it. <laughs> <laughs> if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God play <laughs> when you arrive at the Peruvian gate? I want him to play. Uh oh no, I had it. Oh yeah, waiting for tonight. That's it. Play is my funeral <laughs> song, and waiting for tonight is my heaven song. Like, God's been waiting for you mm-hmm. to come. <laughs> when you would be here in my arms, waiting for tonight. Oh, oh man. I hate to say goodbye, but, I mean, we've talked about It's a lot, been about so. three hours. Again? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I mean, I think it's fun. So, <laughs> it is what it is. Um, but yeah, thank you everyone for sticking with us next week. Um, Bria, should we do a traditional outro or should we just, uh, should we just free ball it? Free ball traditional outro? I didn't know. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Well, um, thank you everyone for listening to this week's episode. Last week, uh, again, we wrapped up our final thoughts on movies, and this week was all about dedication to music, but buckle TF up, bitches, <laughs> because next week our episode is going to be dedicated to a good chunk of Benefer 2.0, and we tried to do our due diligence, talk about all the things J-Lo music-wise, and I think we did a hell of a job. I think so, too. So. I think the reason why it's so long is we are covering our fucking bases, baby. Oh, I like that. And on that note, this has been another episode of... Waiting for Tonight! Dun, Roll dun, Call! Dun, 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 dun. You should download our podcast. Dun, 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 dun,
<laughs> Remember to like and subscribe. Waiting for tonight. <laughs> Like the sweetest dream in a movie scene, you can listen to, to us forever. <laughs> okay. Cut. <laughs> All right. Well, well, hey, everyone. Welcome to Roll Call. Um, this is... <laughs> What is that? <laughs> Welcome to roll call. <laughs> Welcome to roll call. Okay. All right. And recut, reshoot.